Awesome. Cool. Hey guys, welcome back to On We Talk. I'm your host, Matthew Winter. You know this podcast. You're listening. Um, thank you for listening. We've got another guest. Um, before I introduce our guest, you know, please subscribe. We need to build up this channel. We've had a few good guests and, you know, a few people have come and subscribed, but, you know, we're still still getting there. Um, you know, this is a good podcast. I'm funny. A lot of our guests are great. I'm really bad at pitching myself. Absolutely horrible. Um, um, look, let's just get in the episode. I've got <laughs> a man here. Are you, he, he, a self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed YouTuber extraordinaire. Um, I saw that from your Twitter bio. I was like, how am I going to describe you, Slush? And that's how I decided to describe you. Um, how, how are you going, man? It's, it's good to have you back. It's been about a year since I've had you on. I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah, man, it's great to be back. And by the way, that YouTube bio, uh, I stole that from Ghost Gum when, when I had him on my podcast. He was like, oh, that's a good, uh, that, that would be a good Twitter bio. I'm like, I'm stealing that shit. <laughs> Oh god, that's fucking funny. Uh, the greatest form of what's the saying? The greatest form of flattery. Um, uh, of, of flattery is copying is the greatest form of flattery. Something like that. That's it. Yeah, something like that. Look, it's, it's been a great start to this podcast. Look, it's very it's it's early for me. I've, I don't really record podcasts at eight thirty in the morning. Coffee hasn't kicked in just yet. Um, but we've got a few things to talk about in life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we've, you, you put out a recent video. What, one thing I wanted to concentrate on was you put out a recent video, which yep. was about Dr. K. Dr. K is a quote unquote Twitch therapist. Um, there is a lot more to that than, um, than meets the eye. Um, give, me, give us a rundown of what your recent video was. And okay, we can so, get into more of that for sure. Um, so Dr. K, uh, for those who don't know, he's like as matt said he's a twitch therapist and basically what that means is like so he's a psychiatrist that streams on twitch and he does all kinds of mental health related content uh and some of that content what he's most famous for is he does these sort of one-on-one conversations that are kind of like pseudo therapy because they feel a lot like therapy when you watch them though he he says that are not therapy but they're very it's very hard to distinguish between them and therapy so and and they're very emotional and what he sort of does is he he gets into you know whatever problem his guest wants to discuss and usually his guest is a popular Twitch streamer maybe a YouTuber usually someone who's famous um and they'll get into some issues that that person has and they tend to go sometimes they tend to go pretty deep uh like they'll they'll get into like childhood trauma and stuff like that and, and it'll be very emotional and vulnerable and stuff like that and uh he absolutely uh has definitely helped a lot of people by doing what he does he's bringing a spotlight on some mental health he's giving like decent solid advice for people for dealing with coping and dealing with issues and he's done all sorts of great stuff like that and then my video um so like you know, I, I, he's a very well-loved guy, and these are the sort of positives about him, but my video sort of takes a look at um, the sort of negative side of what he does because it occurred to me after... I, I did a video about Recful, which uh, is is a very popular Twitch streamer who passed away last year, and Recful was the, the first uh, guest that was ever on Dr. K's show. And so I did... I noticed 
certain things between the conversations Dr. K had with Rightful that concerned me. And I ended up doing this video that is sort of talking about the ethical issues of doing what Dr. K does, specifically the one-on-one -on -one conversations, the therapy. And uh, sort of how, like, while it is good and positive, there are also uh, issues that are, in my opinion, like, absolutely necessary to address and that I felt no one was addressing them. And so I decided to make a video about it. And that's basically so, what the video is. So what are the what are the big issues that you saw with Dr. K and how he approached his quote-unquote um, therapy? I think that, like, the it all really stems from this one root point of blurring the lines between therapy and not therapy and like i mentioned earlier earlier his his conversations um the one-on-one -on -one conversations they are pretty indistinguishable from therapy and I, I say this as someone who has been to therapy who for the video spoke with psychiatrists and psychologists uh, who agreed that it was indistinguishable from therapy and the reason that, that is a problem is because when someone is saying stuff to you and you're perceiving their words as medical advice, there's a lot of potential for that to uh, go wrong in some way. Maybe you're, you're taking something too literally. Maybe you believe you've received therapy when you, when you technically didn't, but you sort of did. And there's all sorts of things like, well, typically... Like, for example, I mentioned uh, a lot of his therapy sessions get into very deep issues. One big issue with that is that when you when someone has actual issues and they see a therapist, they it's like it's not like a single one off thing. It's like you see a therapist and you work through it with the therapist over multiple sessions because that's usually what it takes. But Dr. K kind of like speed runs the whole therapy process. And that sort of ends up ha opening this uh it sort of leaves people with like this opened Pandora's box thing where like they may have come onto the show and then childhood trauma got opened up and then they're just done with the, the, with Dr. K. They're not receiving any further like therapy and then who knows like how that's affecting them after and, and there's so many things like that. The first thing I want to address is the elephant in the room. Yeah. Many, many people did not like your yeah. video. Why, why, what do you think they had issue with the most? Like, what do you think was the big thing that people didn't like? Do you think it was just the, the, the framing of the situation, the dramatization of the situation? I personally, look, I could, it's a YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you edited it a bit more dramatic than was probably needed. I don't know. I didn't even really find it that bad. Honestly, it's like I, I saw it for what it was. And it was a YouTube style documentary about this internet um, personality and, and this situation. I didn't take any problem with it whatsoever. And that's just, and that is not me just aligning with you because, you know, I, I see you as an acquaintance. It's, it was, it's my honest thoughts, honestly. I think that that's definitely part of why people didn't like it. What I think happened was, and this, I have to admit that this, this is very frustrating for me, but um, it seems that like a solid amount of the audience, uh, misunderstood what I was saying in the video and they think that I'm blaming Dr. K for Reckful's suicide. But you Even blatantly said that you weren't blaming him for the suicide. There was a big warning about not even very far through the video. Yeah, and not only did I put in that warning saying I'm not blaming him, but every time I 
pointed out, like, there's a point where I mentioned how after talking about Reckful being suicidal, Dr. K tells Reckful that he believes reincarnation is real, for example. And for me, like, that was, like, a really big no-no, like, you should not fucking do that. But uh, even after saying that, I was like, however, this doesn't mean that Dr. K caused his suicide. Like, I explained that, like, the reincarnation thing could easily have meant, like, nothing in terms of the motivations for what Retful did, and in fact, I think that is likely the case. I say that in the video. So that's why I was very frustrated that so many people are like, how dare you blame Dr. K? But, so I do think that there's a big component of people love Dr. K, and the video was mostly seen by his audience. So, just, you have to think, like, okay, there's, there's a therapist on Twitch who is probably legitimately helping his viewers and then these viewers who feel like this guy like is saving their life or whatever see a video that says hey there's problems with this the thing he did that helped you so much and then of course they're going to be personally offended right it's like i'm attacking like it's like i'm attacking their well-being almost so i think that's a component in there i think that um the tone of the video like I don't, I also didn't think it was that bad. Um, I, I thought it was fine, but apparently, like, a lot of people are upset about it, so, like, I have to concede that maybe I should have toned it down even more than I had already had. Um, a lot of people thought that, like, me bringing up the reincarnation comment was, like, a load of bullshit and that I shouldn't have said it. I f just flat out disagree completely. I think that, like, it's so irresponsible to say that to someone. Um, but those are, like, the main criticisms that I got, I think. I also, one thing I think that's very telling is that I, I posted the interviews because I interviewed Reckville's family and those two doctors. And the, the interviews with the two doctors have like way more dislikes than they have likes. And I thought that was very telling that it was like, okay, so these people are like condemning actual psychologists and psychiatrists because they disagree with them. Like, I don't know. Well, that's definitely the situation of, as you said, it's, it's Dr. K fans. They've come in. They 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 dislike what you're saying. And okay, it'd, it'd be interesting to see how it's a, it's a it's a long video. It's a 45 minute video. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how many of people are actually watching through the entire video. Um, and it'd be interesting to see the 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 analytics on that video, like where mm -hmm. it peaks. Like I can imagine that that comment about um, reincarnation probably has a big peak. Yeah. Probably has a as, as a um, you know, you'd be able to see that spike because people are skipping to that part. Um, they're going, oh, and, and then and just, just disagreeing with it. And that's, you know, that's mm -hmm. the whole bandwagon sort of thing, all disagreeing. If, if to look back in retrospect, do you think that that's the one thing you would do? Is there anything else you'd do besides turning it down? Um, I would probably talk a lot more about things that weren't related to Reckful as well. I would, I would try and yeah. show examples that weren't related to Reckful that were similar to the things that he did with Reckful, just to be like, look, this is happening to mul like multiple guests. And even like, it was even as recently as like a week or two before I posted the video, he had this like super intense uh, session or co whatever conversation with Mitch Jones. So it's not like, to me, that was like, man, like he isn't even uh, like toning it down post Reckful's passing. Like, I don't know. And obviously, so Dr. K, he does own his own mental health coaching company, Healthy Gamer. Yeah. 
and and that's all well and good and and i don't know it's not really um revealed and i don't know if it's actually if, it, if it's confidential at all um are these people who were coming on these streams and talking about their, their problems and their trauma etc cetera, etc cetera, are they getting followed up with and i think I, I i i don't know do you know are they getting followed up with um with further coaching by dr k and his team definitely not with dr k i someone told me that there was like some kind of follow-up thing with i i'm not exactly sure on this this was just like from a twitter comment or something so i don't really know the validity of this but someone was was claiming that there is some kind of follow-up process because i was talking about that i did a, like a follow-up stream to the video and one of the things we talked about is like there there should be an offboarding process at least right but then someone also mentioned that doing an offboarding process would actually make him more liable in a legal sense and that that's why he doesn't do it so i don't yeah i don't know but that, if that's true that shows like a lot of that that brings up its own issues in itself oh, exactly like okay is a psychiatrist um responsible if they give bad advice and somebody ends on ends up ending their life I, I i guess so but it's like you know it's it's not what's the difference between that and him giving this as you said pseudotherapy and the same thing happening do you know what i mean is it is mm -hmm. it do you know what i mean if, you, if you're coming on and how does that's the thing how does he what is the marketing of his content does he call himself like i know he calls he he, he's a he's a trained therapist sorry he's a trained psychiatrist i should say right um and that is very harvard trained um, psychiatrist is how he advertises himself exactly and, and you know by the way i didn't mention this in the video this actually didn't even realize this is a point out to be i got some some doctors emailed me after i posted the video and one of the things one of the doctors told me is that apparently he did not go to harvard so like that's kind of weird so so how how has that not been found out before? That's that's one thing I don't don't understand. How has that not been? Maybe no um, one's looking into it. What what this doctor told me was that he graduated from Tufts Medical School and that Tufts had a residency program that was like with a hospital that was affiliated with Harvard. And so because of that affiliation, he's saying Harvard graduated or Harvard trained, but it's not that's like very atypical for doctors to to us to put the name of like a school that's associated with a program like the, most doctors would say graduated from tufts medical school in his situation they wouldn't say harvard trained right so it's a marketing move i guess so that so that's interesting so so with okay now that, that's actually very interesting okay yeah. so dr k's audience they love him very very much yeah. so and you they know, should he, he's doing good things he's doing oh absolutely things, he, yeah. he yeah, that's exactly right he is doing great things but I cannot believe that it is skewed so much in his way that in another situation, did you hear about that? Um, there was a vlogger, a woman vlogger who went missing very, very recently um, with her husband traveling across America and then she went missing. Well, this only happened very, very recently. Couldn't find her. People were go People saw in somebody else's vlog, some really, really tiny channel in their vlog, saw their van, oh, found, they called yeah, the police. Yeah found the van and you could see her her, her flip-flops on the ground etc cetera, etc cetera. they 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 think they found her body so you're oh, telling me shit. that people can do can look into this and find um information like that 
but they can't find information like this. Or have people found information about Dr. K? Look, it's, just, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a a matter of they can't find it, right? Like, clearly this doctor was able to figure that out pretty quickly, but it's a matter of not looking, right? Because why would they look mm. for it? You know, there is no, like, there's mm. no, like, avid, like, Dr. K, anti-Dr. K community or something. And there shouldn't be. But, like, Dr. K has, like, a strong community that, like, I'm sure if Dr. K went missing, his his fucking, his fans will find him. Like, you know what I mean? See, that's so interesting. I, I, I'm not trying to be skeptical whatsoever. I think that's the complete opposite of what we should be. But it's like, if, if he's not... And that, that's as you said. If it's it's not that it hasn't been found out. It's that people aren't looking, right? Because he is doing a good thing. And that, and that's the thing. I saw one of the main comments I saw on your video about Dr. K was that um, you bringing up that oh starting a conversation about this is is bullshit. What's wrong with the, I don't I don't see anything wrong with starting a conversation about this, especially when it's like you, not that he's it's just not a bad person. And like him marketing himself as you know, a Harvard graduated um, psychiatrist is not necessarily a bad thing, but it is, it's a lie, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's not, it's not truthful. And supposedly, I'm not, I, I can't confirm that myself. That's just what I was told. So let's go with allegedly. It's not truthful. <laughs> and, that, and that's And that's good. Yeah. And that's right. It's, it's, it's only alleged, but it's like, uh, we shouldn't just jump on bandwagons, either good or bad either positive yeah. or negative just for the sake of it and i think totally that agree. and that and that's and that's it and i think i don't know there, there, there are many many good points in your video about dr k um but he does do a lot of good i think that if it was more marketed and he started to you know there was that offboarding process or even if it was like okay um if he if he honestly thought that there was further therapy that is needed and he is a trained psychiatrist i guess that he is able to be that recommendation um to push them on to an actual th therapist i feel like if there was that aspect of um his streams and the whole process i feel there would be um you know a would, lot less to sort of question i guess it would help a lot yeah for sure but there's still so many there's just a lot of um there's a lot of stuff that's just hard to deal with like one thing that I, I don't know if I mentioned it in the... I think I did mention this in the video, is, like... Like, for one thing, like, how do you avoid getting too deep in a conversation, right? Like, what if, like, you... Someone comes on and they're like, hey, I just have, like, minor anxiety and, like, I want to talk about that. And then, like, turns out the reason they have minor anxiety is because that they, they were, like, raped by as a kid and they repressed that. And that all, that all just comes out on stream. Because that has happened... Shit like that has happened on his stream before. It's like you can't screen for that. And then in terms of offboarding process, it's like the liability thing that I mentioned comes up. And like, how do you even like what are the resources exactly? Like, are you gonna hook them up with Dr. K himself? Are you gonna hook them up with his coaches who aren't therapists, they're just coaches? So it's like very tricky. To me, like this is the conservative safe like approach. I would say that like Dr. K should keep doing what he's doing except for the one-on-one -on -one conversations. The one-on-one -on -one conversations, maybe he should consider not doing them anymore because in my opinion, like, it's just not healthy. Do you think that the reason he did, one of the reasons he did it in the first place was simple marketing? 
get on big Twitch streamers, it's going to get views. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, I I don't know if like he that was his original plan, but it's pretty obvious that that conversation he had with Rekvil like blew him up, and and then from there he just kept doing it, right? And and there's no reason why, like, okay, if he, as you said, there is um, there are many many reasons why he probably should stop doing these one on ones, but there's no reason right. why he couldn't do these one on ones private, for example. And right. then, you know, you can screen that and then you can still make content out of that. Upload it like after, you could right? still... if, it's, if it's good. Exactly. And that's, and that's the thing. Twitch also has the ability that you can stream, um, you know, previously recorded content on your yep. channel. He can still do that. There just wouldn't be the, and that's not the thing. Does he, does he talk with his chat directly? Not so much during those one-on-one -on -one conversations, but, uh, he do, he does talk to his chat otherwise, but like I agree though he he could absolutely play around with like just let's let's do them privately and then we'll decide after the fact. Um, why he hasn't done that yet, I'm not sure. Maybe he never. Maybe it's like we could just say maybe he none of this has ever occurred to him that that there's like flaws with what he does. I kind of doubt that because he's a fucking psychiatrist. He's a smart guy, but I do like that idea of, of recording privately. Mm -hmm. I do too. And I think it's like, you know, you get, you get everything that you want and it's not like you can't, as I said, you, it's not like you can't stream them on Twitch later. You can obviously put them on YouTube. Like that's probably a big, a big selling point as well. They're uploaded, mm -hmm. um, the replay, the replay, I guess you can call it, is uploaded on YouTube, the, the, the video on demand. You can still keep his whole content strategy going, doing the exact same thing. Yep. But if he does that, that's the question. Uh, I, well, yeah, the thing is, unfortunately, um, it doesn't seem like my video anytime soon is going to have the kind of impact that it's going to force Dr. K to confront these criticisms. Uh, like, he can just kind of ignore it and look the other way and just keep doing what he's doing because, you know, my video didn't get... No one else is really criticizing him and my video isn't exactly, like, the most popular video. It's got like 40,000 views or something. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would really, I, I really do wish that he responded because I, I want to know if he feels the criticisms are justified and how he would maybe his, his approach to dealing with those criticisms and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I, I think we can both agree that the, the positives probably do outweigh the negatives but yeah, at the same time yeah i agree the, the negative the negatives are big there are you know the wreckful situation is is definitely one of them yeah you should you should just never be playing with the life of someone who's so unwell right now at least not like not for content and not like that you know mm, no exactly right. but i agree the, the positives do outweigh the negatives the negatives are much more like few and far in between kind of thing um it's just that it's serious business so you know the negatives are are serious at the end of the day no 100 and mental health is absolutely it's it, it's it's one of those things that as you know everybody knows it's, it's one of those things that's it's always pushed to the back it's something that people don't focus on especially with especially with content creators um you know you hear so many stories about dev actually i think it was devon nash put out a video very very recently about mental health 
in streamers. Very, very interesting video. People should go and mm. watch. Um, and mental health in YouTubers and Twitch streamers is something that people have um, have, have talked about for a long time. You know, burnout, yep. um, mm-hmm. overworking yourself. Um, Isolation. You know, exactly. That's exactly right. Because it is a very... Um, Especially for streamers. Oh, exactly. It's, it's probably one of the most... Um, it'd probably be one of the most isolating um, modern day jobs. Absolutely. Even, even not as a job, people are just, you know, trying to make it. And yeah. there are many, many people who are trying to make it. Uh, one thing I've always thought about is, is it YouTube and Twitch's responsibility to provide, you know, resources for mental health, for the people who are making content for the stuff? Cause that's a thing. You pe- these people are driving traffic to their website. YouTube is all about keeping more eyes on your website. Mm-hmm. Is it their responsibility or should they at least have partial responsibility for the mental health of the people who are making the money? That's a good question. I feel like if you wanted to claim it was their responsibility, then you would have to like prove that they are responsible for like the poor, to some degree of the poor mental health that the creators experience. And I don't know if simply existing as a platform would constitute proof. You would, maybe you could say something like, oh, the algorithm is designed in such a way that it facilitates poor mental health. If you could if you could prove that, which probably no one will be able to do because YouTube will never give you the details of their algorithm. Um, but uh, that's a good question. And I think that maybe even if they shouldn't technically, maybe if it's not their responsibility, they should just be doing it anyways, you know? Oh, exactly. Like that is good PR, realistically. Yeah. And we've already seen other social media channels, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, to an extent, um, sort of addressing um, the impact of what their platforms do on their users. And, you know, the users make the money as well. Like, what's the difference between that? I think YouTubers put YouTubers and Twitch streamers put so much more time and effort in putting out content than people do using social media. What have, uh, what, what has like Twitter and Facebook done to address it? Well, I, on the top of my head, the only thing I can really think of is, um, is, is like putting on, um, sort of like notifications of, oh, you've been using your, pla- you know, been okay. using this app for this long. Um, Instagram did it first a hundred percent. Um, but I think it's just more that it's been acknowledged as well. Um, but a lot of that acknowledgement is definitely outside of the platforms. Like there's been right. a number of um, videos, there's been a number of articles, um, the social dilemma as well on yep. Netflix as horrible as of the, um, the dramatization of it was, um, it was, it was very, did you, did you ever watch the social dilemma? No, I never watched it. I never watched it. And I know that there was like a response to it as well. I never saw that either. Uh, it, I, I wanted it to watch really it. Good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I enjoyed it, but there's about 30 minutes of the whole thing, which is just reenactment of, so there's, there's a kid and then he's using social media and then his girlfriend breaks up with him or some shit. And then the whole thing is he ends up, I don't know, the algorithm targets him with videos and then he ends up becoming a neo-Nazi or some shit. It's not neo-Nazi. I think it's, it's, but it's, it's some political bullshit. And then he gets caught up and gets arrested and all this shit. And it was like, we could have done a lot of, this documentary without this because there's there's interviews with um people who developed the algorithm I mean, for facebook ev- everyone i know that's ever been in a breakup 
went full neo-nazi because of social media oh exactly like even, even me there was a there was a period of my <laughs> life where <laughs> but but that's the thing i think um that that documentary did a good job but it was the negative response of this stupid um reenactment that was like right. you know those crime you know those crime dramas where it's like they you know they interview all the people involved and then there's yeah, these yeah, horrible yeah. reenactments it's like yeah. it's like it was not needed um to get the message across they had like they had interviews with some of the people who developed the algorithm they had people with um they had interviews with experts um you know a lot of them you know displayed their you know their 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 worry about what these platforms are doing to to humans to people um, especially children especially teenagers because those are the people who are you know you can see it like i don't i i don't want to get into the this is the statistics just purely because i don't know the exact statistics right but it is absolutely having a negative impact on um teenagers and it's like okay well is it though i believe it is those platforms responsibility to to some degree um you know lost you say hey like you know i don't not like hey get off our app because that goes completely against um what it's about i know the the limiting features is good um even TikTok itself, actually, you can set your own timer um, for like how many hours you want to have on the platform. Wait, I, uh, and- <laughs> my, my thing just like lagged for like 15 seconds there. Oh, what's happening? You have cut out there for a second. Okay, we're back. Slash, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, okay. I don't know what um, happened there. No, I think just connection, I think, I believe. Um, yeah. But it, like that's one thing TikTok has done. It's you know you can put on a timer, and after like two hours on the platform for the day, it'll go hey, um, like you've got, you know you've gone through your timer for the day. Right. But it is also as easy as putting in a four digit code <laughs> to get well, back into it. What What do you think about uh, like China recently? They've been like cracking down super hard on social media use, right? Like I think I just saw today that they have like you can only watch forty minutes of TikTok a week now or something in China. Really yeah well i think that's wrong it's the same thing with the whole you know we, we could get into the vaccine debate but it's like the government telling us making us do right. things but it's like you know I, while something may be good while the intention may be good forcing people to do it is not the right way to go no, especially when it becomes um you know when it becomes violent and it becomes um it has a negative impact of you know mm-hmm. what you're trying to achieve you know no I mean? you're right i agree but it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see if, you know, that YouTube and Twitch end up doing anything about it. But then it's like, I, I, you can't prove it. You can't prove that um, that these platforms are negative. Liable, yeah. But, but that's the thing. Okay, if, for example, you're the one who has decided to start a YouTube channel or a Twitch stream. It, it is your responsibility to look after your mental health, I guess. Yeah. It's the same thing as starting a business. You can't just go... Um, oh, I've been working so hard on my business. That's why um, my mental health is really bad. It's like, well, you you decided to do this. It was it was your choice, right? And that's just life, I guess. And it's like, you know, can in that in in both situations, I guess it's the person who's doing the thing who is at fault. And it's like who should, but then it's like who should yeah, be looking out. It's for them. not like YouTube is telling you that you need to get a bunch of views and subscribers. YouTube is just telling you which videos performed well 
amongst your subs and stuff like that like it's up to you to want have goals and then feel bad when you don't reach them and stuff like that you know and that's right isn't it you know what i mean yeah. it's like but i know I, I don't know if there's anything in the com in probably any conversation that they've had um or any resource that they've put out where it's like even as simple as oh um you know i don't know mo to be motivational or to any extent like oh keep trying or if it doesn't happen it's not your fault or like you know what i mean like right. that's not <laughs> do you know what i mean it's just like some, some kind of like encouraging like don't feel terrible don't don't harm yourself type of thing like, mm. like I, I guess like all platforms like sort of raise awareness for like you know oh if you're feeling like this you know call the top line etc cetera, etc cetera. like there's always resources available right. maybe in like the youtube studio they might put something like that i feel like that that's oh, where it, if i've ever seen it it would have been there right oh absolutely um is there, is there, I don't know if there is, is there anything on YouTube or Twitch where it's like, if you put not necessarily hateful comments, but like, I'm going to hurt myself, I'm going to harm myself. Um, do they set off any triggers at all and so. bring up messages? No, I don't think so. And either. I don't, I don't even know how you'd be, you would be able to like do that in a way that doesn't like false, you don't get like a bunch of false positives all the time. And maybe that's not such a bad thing, but then I'm sure that if like, nothing is free so if you're sending off a bunch of false positives then that's like money that they don't want to spend and blah, i don't know i could just see from a business perspective how like oh it makes so much more sense to just make ourselves not liable and not care you know you can sort of see why mental health has been sort of ignored that is something that i never thought i would sort of like say because that's that sounds like a very loaded thing to say but it's very it's never black and white it no. is such a um, a gray area to cover. Like, and especially mm -hmm. when there's like people, I, I don't like to say, but there are a lot of, it's, it's mostly young people um, who pretend to have mental illnesses oh, because God, it's yeah. trendy it's like trendy or it's cool. And that's, and that is sad. And it's, it's so hard to, you know what I've actually, and I've got personal stories about that. Like there's, there's, you know, young girls have gone, Hey, I want to do this. You call the ambulance for them. And they go, why did you do that? Now my parents are angry at me. It's like, well, you just said you wanted to end your life. It's like, how how are we supposed to get rid of the stigma around mental health when there are people who abuse the concept itself? Well, see, that's the interesting thing is that like, I kind of think that this trendy, whatever you want to call it, that people, the kids are doing is actually us moving forward. It's just like a really shitty step. But it's like, it is a step forward, I think, because before it was like okay well let's just never talk about it and if you go to a therapist it's because you're crazy or you know it was just like the most like regressive attitude now we have this like stupidly progressive attitude towards it and it's not the right it's not a healthy manifestation of like progressive attitudes it's unhealthy but it is progress in its own way and like maybe that like the reaction to that will lead to like a more balanced approach i do believe so I, I think it will. Like, I, I do understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. I th it's, it's, oh, but it's like, what's the next step? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, and one thing that, that I should bring up as well is like us discussing this just in general, us making this piece of content, this podcast is also raising awareness for it as well. Yeah, totally. And I think we, we both have the responsibility as people who are putting out content on the internet um, to, you know, be what's the best way to put it 
we both have the responsibility of to put out information that is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, for one of the examples is, um, you know, even as the simple thing as Dr. K, you know, he might not have gone to Harvard. It's only alleged. It's like putting out information yeah. that is it's true and that correct. It's, it's not a fact. Right. Precisely. And like there, there's that aspect, but also like, especially with something like this, something as heavy as mental health, like we can all have our views, but to be able to... Um, sort of d- display our views without seeming um, preachy and to see the other side of the coin and all that sort of thing. It's And it, that's the thing. It, there's, the, there's so many balls we have to juggle, even with this simple little podcast that might not even crack 100 views. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yep. we still have the responsibility to, um, when, we're, when, when we're discussing these sort of things, you know, to be careful. As you said, yeah. like it's the same thing with Dr. K. Like he has to, but he doesn't seem to be to an extent being as careful as he could be purely because he's putting out content and it's like it's it's a rough situation it is it's especially tricky there like for you and i like we're trying to be careful uh but like it's challenging it's not it's you know like it's not it's not always clear how to go about saying the right thing but it's with dr k he's a doctor so like he's gone like he knows he's learned he's educated on how to handle this stuff so i feel like there's he has less uh leeway in terms of when he's being when he when he does things that aren't careful it's like you should know better you know he should and i think that you know i mean like a video like yours great title great thumbnail something that the algorithm would like and it was very very surprising that actually wasn't pushed out as much as it could be especially because it did have a reaction do you know what i mean it's like it did positive yeah. or negative it had a reaction just doesn't wouldn't the algorithm like my theory like is that? that it's like the algorithm was like oh all the people watching this are dr k viewers let's send it to them and then it sends it to them and they're like oh all these people are disliking the video let's stop sending it to them who do we send it to now i don't know so that, well, that's, that's, that's exactly what youtube does that's exactly what yeah. youtube does it's like you know it sends it out to as you said like you know um, viewers of you know you know use your hashtags you use your titles and thumbnails yeah. and descriptions blah 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 finds an audience exactly and if it the audience as you said dislikes the video it's not gonna get pushed out anymore it just it's just gonna yeah. drop off and you could you know what you could probably look at your analytics and you'd be able to see the drop off of that video absolutely totally yeah but it's yeah it's um oh with that with that social media as well is there anything that you've done specifically to sort of Twitter obviously is one of the is a huge it's a it's a dumpster fire of a platform a lot of the yeah. time. Is there anything that you've done personally to sort of um, for your own mental health using social media? Um, not really, honestly. Like, I mean, I guess that like I've limited my social media use to like business stuff. So it's like I don't really like I used back in the day. I used to be on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook anymore. Twitter is... I wouldn't have Twitter if I didn't have a YouTube channel. Uh, it does... But that doesn't help because I do feel like an obligation to be on Twitter, which then makes me feel like shit. But, um... I don't know. I just try and... What I'll do is actually, like, I'll take my phone and I'll always, like, have it flipped face down so that I can't see that I have notifications and stuff like that. I find that helps. And then I have, like, a... Like a in my my head, I'm thinking like, okay, like when I reach for the phone, I'm like, wait, stop! Why are you reaching for the phone? 
you actually have a reason or you're just doing it out of habit you know but that's that's about it i don't have any like proper practices i probably should honestly at the same time i think that you know it's like oh trying to create a proper um a proper way to handle your social media use that just like for me personally and it's it's something i've done but it's like it just creates anxiety and it creates yeah. like you know there's there's so many other things that we should concentrate on in your life yeah. not like let's well but that's the thing it is about spending less time on social media mm-hmm. but it's okay one of the big, biggest examples i is one thing i've done is i've turned off notifications for instagram i've turned yeah. off notifications i don't even have the facebook app whatsoever yep even snapchat something that i use to um to communicate with a lot of my good friends a lot of i think the notifications are only turned on for my best friends and group chats which mm-hmm. is good because those are the ones that I want to hear from. Um, Twitter is, I've only left on because I barely get notifications on t- Twitter anyway. Um, I think on all the platforms that I can, I've turned on, hey, um, like lim- limit me, please. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to spend time on these platforms. The, the TikTok one's helped because sometimes it's like there, there is a lot of good content on there. Yeah, that one's easy to and just there's keep also swiping. A of, oh, absolutely. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the, and the other thing is a lot of my, one thing I don't know if many people do is creating, a, making a lot of the notifications, um, like the silent ones, because, you, because you can, you can go onto your phone yeah. and like set them to like soft notifications that they appear, mm-hmm. um, as a little icon, they don't come up on your home screen. And then when you go in and swipe down from the top of your phone, you'll be able to see what this notification is. Mm. And that's what I've turned a lot of mine into. I don't, I think the only one that goes ding, ding my text messages because what's the point of having any others up um yeah i think like discord is my most used social media and that's the one i have the mm. least problems with because it's like i'm pretty much just using it to connect with friends and that, that's like the best I, use of social media really oh and that's exactly right it, it's actually okay with discord are you in many servers that you, you use that i use no mm. i'm in like a fuck ton of servers but they're almost all muted um yeah i have like and, and that's one with my friends from like you know my hometown like here local friends i have like a server like that i have like a server with like youtube friends and i have my server which is pretty much dead all the time so that, that's it yeah <laughs> pretty much all i use see so that's funny i'm the exact the exact same and like there's a lot of other servers where it's like it's friend servers or it's larger servers where it's like i probably could use this at one point and i've i've categorized them all like you know put in little folders etc etc and discord's the one that's the easiest to um really navigate isn't it yeah like absolutely i I don't think but and that's the thing i don't think discord has really done anything to go hey watch your mental health i think the whole thing about the platform is hey it's a place where you can communicate with people and you know even even Snapchat is a whole um, is a whole different thing. People, I think people are, diff- are addicted to Snapchat, but that's also aimed at teenagers. But you can also mm-hmm. say Discord is you know a large majority of their um, their users are younger people as well, and I'm sure, sure there's yeah. a lot of people who are addicted to using Discord as well. It's like they they, they can't. I wonder get what off that it. looks like. You know, like what what is a Discord addict doing? Is he just like posting in servers all the time? Well, okay, here's, you know what, here is a very good example. Mm-hmm. My, one of my ex-partner's younger brothers, he used to live with us for a little while, and he was, would randomly walk around the house on Discord calls. He ran a history server, which is like, 
very, very interesting. He was only a 17-year-old kid at the time. And he was one of the admins. And he'd talk to me and he's like, oh, yeah, I had to kick this guy out because he was creating trouble and stuff like that. Uh, and it's like, you're in a history server, mate. Like, <laughs> like, who cares? But at the same time, it's like, that's also something that gives him purpose. That's not a bad thing at all. No, no. It's actually even teaching him certain skills, management exactly. skills, right? Exactly right. But that's, a lot of that is... It, it's self-learned and it's like you know he might have i guess what you could call maybe a mentor in that discord server mm-hmm. and that's the thing it's like it's 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 about that's about the people you know and the resources that are available and the resources that are available with any social media or any content creation platform is very very limited from what i can see it's 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 always about the people and i think that's I, you know, I guess that's the um, the biggest message of this episode. It's like, you know, if you're somebody who does use social media a lot and it's and you are somebody who does create content, surround yourself with the good people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, I, I, I think that's probably the biggest message. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what? Now that you say that, th- there is one thing that I have done with Twitter and that's I, uh, I try and actively uh, unfollow or mute or whatever any anyone that's like too political because i just can't i i don't want to be exposed to it i first of all it doesn't have any i believe it has no value for me this is not the way to learn about politics and all it does is get me riled up and feel some type of way that i just don't need to feel so it's like it's like the state like in that case like i'm surrounding myself with memes but an even better thing to do is to just surround yourself with like you said with good people that's exactly right and, that, and that's the thing it's like I only I, there, there's been many many times Instagram is the biggest one Instagram is the biggest one for me because I love the platform and I love so many people who put out content exclusively on there like it's content that just doesn't work on other platforms sort of thing like mm-hmm. I'm not going to use Facebook pl- f- Facebook's dead to me honestly I'm surprised yeah, it still has a I, large I, amount of people it just exists to me because I have friends who are on it and I don't like I don't even use it like I swear to god it's the only time I ever go on it is like I'll get an event invite. It'll be like a friend is having a birthday party and they, they did a Facebook event, you know? And it works for that. And it absolutely yeah. does. I'm okay. I'm very surprised that pages still get traction at all. But I know mm-hmm. that I also know that pages have sort of been not the main thing that they're focusing on. Like Facebook has sort of realized what the platform is and they've been pushing groups a lot. Right. Um, which is very, very interesting. Like I, but that's the thing. I've got a Discord for that. Right, I exactly. have so even to an extent. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. To an extent, I've got Twitter for that. What's the point of really mm-hmm. using Facebook for that same thing? Um, and the the one thing I wanted to hit on was that, that that Instagram thing. It's I've unfollowed like a lot of people. I sometimes I've gone. I've literally gone down to following only one account, the Onwe account, of course. <laughs> why, why not? And then sort of like building myself back up from there. It's like right. you know, following my, my main friends and maybe chuck joe rogan in there and you know some other other people that i that i enjoy watching and i enjoy listening right. to and it always changes it's very interesting like for example a year ago it was probably filled with people like specifically like jocko willink um joe rogan um oh who's the other guy who's had in his podcast the guy wears the suit and he does the podcast and he's got the black hair um i, I can't know. remember I, if I said his name, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about. Probably, but like that yeah. sort of, that sort of crew. And now it's interesting because it's transformed to like a lot of um, smaller finance 
accounts, like how to manage right. your money, which is just because that's something I'm interested in right uh, now. Value posts and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, for a long time, I remember I used to follow like graphic design accounts mm-hmm. and I'd get like a lot of the information I needed and a lot of the, just the, the, I don't know, I guess you could call it basic theory that I need. Yep. Apply that to what I've wanted to learn. And eventually I end up on following nearly all of them because it's like, I don't need this information anymore. Right. Um, I mute every single account and I, including their, including their stories a lot of the time. Um, on, what I end up doing Instagram, is what happens when you mute someone like they just so don't show you, up in your feed. So you, that, so that with, with the muting, you, there's two things you can mute. You can mute the stories and you can mute the posts. So if you mute the posts, it's not going to come up in the feed, right. but you can keep the stories open. And okay, a lot okay. of, there's, there's a few people who I've muted cause I've muted everybody's who posts. There's a few people I might leave open for their stories because it's like they'll pop up straight away. Probably like five or six people and the rest of them are just blacked out. So I'll just scroll across. But sometimes I, the, the one thing I would do rather than scroll across and see oh, who's posting a story, it's I'll go into my, the people I'm following, sort of go through and go, oh, what's Let's this person up to? Hmm. Oh, and that's okay. it. And it. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's more actively seeking out rather than, hey, right. this thing's in my face. Um, right. That's good. That's smart. And, it is smart, I think, personally. <laughs> um, but and the, and the other thing with Instagram is, it's the same thing with you and Twitter, and same thing with me and Twitter. If I didn't have a, um, if well, if if I didn't have a, um, what if I if my living, quote unquote, or attempted living, um, didn't require social media, I would be on it much less. Totally. Yeah, but it's it's just the nature of the game. It's the nature of the game. If you don't have, there's, there's people who, who can do it. Like my the one thing that I've always thought about. Um, was I want to build my audience up so much that it's my social media, my personal social media is probably just like resharing my own content, mm-hmm. maybe posting a thing here and there. Um, my my Onwe accounts would be posting clips, posting, hey, this is the thing we've released or other social media content. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, it's you can just, con- it's just, we put it out by newsletter. And because sure. new, obviously email is the biggest, um, everyone's got an email every single person and i wish that was the the way it worked do you know what i mean like it's it's interesting to see so to see people like for example um the dick show for example dick masterson dick Marston. he doesn't have well he, he he does use his instagram a lot more than he used to but his twitter it's like it's really hard to see like because I, I, he is like he had one account and then he has another account and it's like it's it's hard to follow who is like the actual dick show account i should be following Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like like he, he doesn't have a very um, easy to follow social media pattern whatsoever. Right. But it's like you know you follow his podcast, and that's all you need. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I wish that was the way. I wish it was. It's so much easier, like you're saying, to to be it to do it like that when you're already successful. Because mm. like, if I think about like what have I gotten out of Twitter, really, it's networking. That's that's what Absolutely. it's been for me. Yeah, look, that's how we're even talking right now. Is we met each other through Twitter. Oh, and that's exactly right. And I think that it's like there are so many people who I I know all they pretty much use is YouTube, and they use, um, they use Instagram. And that's it. Yeah, and they don't even use Instagram to follow, um, the people they watch on YouTube or et cetera, et cetera, or celebrities or I don't, whatever you want to call I don't it. follow. On Instagram, I follow more my friends than. You know what? I'm at a point actually where I don't even watch anything on YouTube other than like what YouTube recommends me, which is See, like that's interesting. Random meditation videos. 
So, that, so that's very, very interesting. Because like, like my algorithm, my, sorry, my recommendation um, on YouTube, it's very hit or miss. Like there's a lot of, um, you know, it's a lot of you guys, like there's a lot of like YouTuber friends on there who just mm-hmm. pop up here and there. A lot of comedy videos, a lot yep. of wrestling. And then there'd be like um, ra- random like, oh, I get a lot of- um, You know what? Like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have your phone nearby? If you pulled up the, do you have the YouTube app on your phone? I do. So when you pull up the YouTube app, it tells you at the top a bunch of like recommendations. Mm. What is this? How do I get back to YouTube? So if I go to the home page. Yeah, home page mm. at the top. So it's like podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. What's on yours? I want to know. And I'll read mine after. Okay, so I have all, obviously, podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is podcasts the first one for you? Yeah, it is actually, which is funny because I don't watch that many podcasts. So it... I'm sure that it's a combination of, like, personalized and what is, like, most popular on YouTube, right? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and obviously, podcast is the one thing that pushes watch time, et cetera, et cetera. It's not going to hurt if they put that as the first thing that people want to watch because I think it's, right. you know, podcast yeah, the big exactly. thing. It's huge, um, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, I've got podcasts, coffee, mm-hmm. Smosh, which is very interesting because I watch some Smosh videos, but it tends to be just the try not to laughs, and it's only when, like, specifically like one or two of them are in it like a lot right. of the i don't want to say the women aren't funny but <laughs> some of them aren't <laughs> i don't, don't even know there were the, women at smosh to be honest with you I, there I have, is it's, it's seen crazy. them in like 10 years um i've got sketch comedy nice i've got sports entertainment which is wrestling of course um sit- sitcoms norm mcdonald um, probably influenced recently by his death or are you just always watching norm um i don't always watch norm but he is a constant I yeah. would say, like, is, is he? I think we all know the not norm YouTube no. channel. No, yeah, of course, exactly. <laughs> um, but I think uh, like comedians are a lot of thing. Like, you know, I'll I'll watch a lot of like SNL clips um, yep. here and there, yep. et cetera, et cetera, compilations, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, cryptocurrency, which which makes sense. Yep. Um, dramedy, which is interesting. I don't like. I, I know what a dramedy is, but it's like it's, yeah. it's interesting. That's surprising as a YouTube tag. Absolutely. Um, taste. Um, which is interesting. Lo-fi music, which makes sense because a yeah. lot of the time it's like one of those like hour-long Playlists, streams yeah. of um, on YouTube. Um, platform games, scene, scene, Adobe, like, like I scene don't know culture. What um, it looks like if I look up scene, it's uh, it looks like it's a lot of um, those video essays okay. about movies, which is very, very oh, interesting. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, and then there's like. Yeah, that, that's what a majority of it is. Absolutely, or or clips from movies, scenes okay. from movies. Um, Adobe Premiere Pro is another one because right. I've been trying to get better at that, finding some little shortcuts. Um, yep. Driving, which is interesting, um, which I don't I don't think I've I, I actually any think of YouTube is always promoting car stuff in that. Like I think I have car stuff there too, but I don't I don't watch car stuff ever. But it's interesting if I check on driving. There's it's it's very varied. For example, it's got the Aquino Corner video. Shout out to the Aquino Corner of his spree video from a year ago. Okay. And then there's um, man crashing meme, and then there's the public toll road with no speed limit, and then there's um, a video. This man cannot stop impersonating police. Um, <laughs> like it's 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 very like it's it's very loose. It's all over the place, and then, yeah. And there's a then there's a Breaking Bad scene of Walt getting pepper sprayed. Um, <laughs> and then there's like the music and recently uploaded and then mixes live right, right. yeah that's probably for you. everybody but I'll, read you, I'll read you mine uh, mm. so podcast also at the top then Super Smash Brothers Melee 
Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate. I don't watch Ultimate ever, so I don't know why that one's there. Self-confidence. Interesting. I wonder what's on that. Um, well, there's some stuff about therapy here. I'm seeing a lot of... Okay, this seems to be related to meditation. Well, the next one is thoughts. Like, the word, <laughs> like thinking. So, that, as uh, you can see, I'm a very philosophical I, YouTube I can tell, consumer. yeah, exactly. Conversation. Mm. And by the way, when I click thoughts, conversation, and self-confidence, the same video is at the top of all three. It's catastrophizing how to stop making yourself depressed and anxious. So that's I think it's trying to I think it's trying to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never stop. Uh Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. <laughs> that, that is very specific. Media theories. That's an interesting category. I don't even know what that means. When I look at it, I see from Hegel to Marx to Niche. I see Jordan, a lot of lot of Jordan Jesus, there's a lot of Jordan Peterson here. Um The Film Theorists. Mm. Veritasium. Interesting. Eric Cartman. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have been like clicking on a lot of like recommended South Park clips lately for some reason. Mario, Norm Macdonald, mm. humans. <laughs> humans, that's very, very right. And the top thing says SLC Punk posers. Oh, Kino Corner is here. What's <laughs> oh, good? Uncut Gems video. Also, that same Behegel to Mark Sinish video is there. Uh, Art, and then sitcoms, music, and recently uploaded. Interesting. Yeah. It's it's very it's it's very very interesting. Like I, yeah. I, I think there's that they would probably have like a bunch of default ones, but they share different default ones right. to people. But it's really it's it's honestly really hard to distinguish. Well, yeah, which what ones is, for me and just default? Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. It's it's very interesting to see how platforms work. It's like it's the same thing with on the social dilemma. You you'll see it's like um, the way that somebody interacts with a post is the way that future content will get recommended recommended yep. and same with notifications and that's the same thing with with youtube um oh it's, it's, it's very interesting and that's with twitch it's it's, it's a, like the complete opposite it seems to be just like you know this streamer you watch their streams or you go to who's playing what game it's not really very little algorithm um, going on yeah which is it's a completely different game you know like this yeah. sort of like approach whatever you want to call it, it it's not even that new necessarily like it corporations have been doing this type of thing for a long time like there's been famous cases of like you know it's so like uh let's say like an 18 year old girl will buy a pregnancy test at like a walmart or something and then like nine months later her her address is getting uh coupons for baby supplies and then the parents will be like well why the fuck are we getting this and you know like and that's just it's a very similar sort of thing it's like we're, we're observing your behavior to like keep you consuming or whatever and i think that's that's going to happen regardless it's going to totally, happen yeah. until the end of time it's just it's how you react to the situation and i yeah. think that's like as we do end up this episode i think that's the other big thing it's you know look at the people you're surrounding yourself with you know they say that you're the five people you surround yourself with probably from some book or podcast or something i've, I've read a long time ago but the other thing is, it's how you react to what's put in front of you. It's how you respond. Um, and I think that there's a, there's, a, there's a few podcasts I've been listening to lately. The Mindset Mentor is one of them. And that's one thing. It's it's like, you know, this is the situation you're in. This is yeah. what's happening. It's, I was gonna it's how say, you react to it. It's like that applies to like everything in life. It's like how you react exactly. to stimulus. Mm. That's it. 
and that's mm-hmm. I think that's I think we might end it up there. Um, slush, that was this was a really good episode. I hope people think about what, what we're talking about. I hope they take something from this. Absolutely. Um, where, where what's do you want do you want to just shout out your YouTube channel? I guess that's probably the best. thing Yeah, to do. you can find me on youtubecom slash TV or Twitter dot com slash slush tv underscore uh you'll find all kinds of videos there probably most of them are about uh internet culture twitch stuff like that um upcoming is a video about william knight the guy who says there's no such thing as coincidence i'm going to be sort of taking a peek at new age spirituality um but yeah that's where you can find my stuff um check it out if you want to if you feel so inclined but feel no pressure by all means um and yeah thank you for having me dude this is a this was a lovely little episode we did together i absolutely agree um thank you for oh, listening su- subscribe for listening. to his channel to on we podcast yes get him to a thousand yes. please please look we're on 33 on our on we radio channel right now um the main channel is also really shit and we're on 330 something subscribers we finally actually got a a better um url for the main youtube channel so it's youtube.com slash on we videos because on we tv was taken on was taken um every good title was taken and I'm, I'm very very upset with it but that's fine we can deal with on we videos and we haven't got one for on we radio yet because we need to hit a thousand subscribers to get there you know you're watching it right now who cares subscribe to both channels please thank you slash for joining us it's been a good time bro.